What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a fellow Naval Academy graduate who made the transition. This is a really amazing story, by the way. Made the transition from being a Navy officer to real estate investor to top-selling real estate agent in his market. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey Whiteside. Welcome to the show today, Jeffrey. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing, Dan? Good, good. good. Thank you for coming on. It's always nice to have a fellow alumni from the Naval Academy on, so appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, So uh, before we dive into your team and, uh, you know, what you're doing in real estate, which is very, very exciting and a lot of good lessons that our, our listeners and viewers can uh, take from. Give give folks out there your background. Like, how did you make the journey from Naval Academy to real estate? Because that's, that's not, I don't think you majored in real estate at the Naval Academy, right? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, so um, <laughs> I'm, I'm originally from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, really didn't have any type of like business background or anything like that. Um, went to the Naval Academy back in, uh, 2011, um, graduated with a engineering degree, which has nothing to do with business or real estate. Um, so I was commissioned. Which one, which, which, which engineering? Uh, so I did, I I did Uh, which, which which engineering degree I did systems. Okay. Systems. So you, yeah, that was one of the harder ones, right? You got to know a little bit about everything for that one, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I really haven't used it since, so go figure. <laughs> um, anyway, so sorry to interrupt you. Uh, continue, please. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I commissioned. I immediately got stationed in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. Um, I was a surface warfare officer, uh, which is... Uh, for those who are non-Navy, it's uh, it's it's basically driving ships, um, in in short. Um, so uh, my first year here, um, I actually stayed with a um, a friend of mine. I paid seven hundred dollars for a room. Then I kind of got the wheel spinning uh, on doing um, house hack myself. So the second year I was here, mm. I bought my first uh, property actually house hacked and I actually made money off of living in my property. Um, so that was like the initial start to like everything real estate related. Um, a couple months later to a year, um, I was scheduled to go on a deployment um, and I didn't really want to uh, leave my roommates and, you know, my new house because um, you know, the Naval Academy is not like normal college people like literally, live their best lives after the Naval Academy. So I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to um, leave uh, them uh, to take care of my house. So that made me shift into thinking uh, short-term rentals. So this was about seven years ago. It was really a, a new space. Um, so I had an opportunity to let my mom manage the short-term rental when I was on deployment. And once I came back from an eight-month deployment, I had 60K, roughly 60K in my bank account from essentially doing short-term rentals. And that just kind of 
spring loaded my uh, investing from there. Awesome. Well, uh, how did you, I mean, I, I love the story, house hacking, the transition to short term rentals. Uh, how did you know, or at what moment were you like, all right, I'm going to make real estate my, you know, main source of income. I'm ready to do that. Um, I would say, um, honestly, I would say it, it came at a time where I realized I was making more from real estate investing than I was in the Navy. Um, and also I had a lot of my friends, you know, asking me for, you know, advice in, in terms of, you know, real estate investing, because I had been doing it. I'm making six figures. So then I just thought, you know, I might as well, you know, be a realtor and help, uh, you know, people like my friends mm. and stuff like that um, really build their portfolio. So that's how I got into um, being a realtor. How was it making the transition from active duty, Navy, real estate investor? How did, how did you actually make that transition into being a real estate agent? Um, so the transition was fairly um, smooth um, just because I had that backing from investing. So I didn't really have to you know, worry about like going out and getting a job because I already had the passive income there. Um, I think I really did it backwards. A lot of people, you know, start by, mm. you know, being a realtor and then getting into investing. I kind of was established as an investor and decided to be, become a realtor. So the transition was fairly easy as far as like terms and, and knowledge. Um, I, I could say when I first became a realtor, um, I, I literally almost like tried every type of lead source. But I then realized I have to focus on, you know, really three lead sources and really pound those three um, and really perfect those three. So that's kind of how I made that like transition. How, how, yeah. So when you got your real estate license, how did you go out and start getting some of your first clients? Uh, so honestly I use, I leverage social media a lot um, and I leverage my uh, circle of influence. So people I knew in the area, I always used to like post about real estate, still do. I used uh, Reels and Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff like that to really uh, get my name out there. So every transaction I would do, I would literally post the under contract. I would post a picture of me at the inspection. I would post the closing of the house, like mm. close a photo of the house. I would post um, I would post client pictures in front of the house, popping a bottle of champagne. So off of one transaction, I was lit and then I would post the review. So off of one transaction, I would essentially do like five posts and that quickly snowballed from there. So just really social media presence and really digging into my uh, circle of, of influence. Yeah, I, I think a part of what probably gave you credibility to do that um, and the confidence to do it was the fact that you were you were already buying real estate. I think there's a lot of a lot of agents, not enough anyway, that, that are not investors. So I think I think that that, of course, gave you the knowledge. Right. But it probably already it probably instilled a lot of confidence. Mm hmm in your clients because it was something you had done personally multiple times. So did you, 
did you also get that feeling that people it's easier for people to trust me about being an expert in this because they know I'm not just talking about it. I actually do this. <laughs> Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors in our deals? If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account. It's the Dan Lesniak and send me a direct message. Again, if you want to learn about my next opportunities for real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at ddanlesniak and send me a direct message. Yeah, yep, absolutely. That that play that still plays a big factor today. Um, you know, I just had a client. Um, he didn't even know I was an investor, and he started acting, asking investing questions. And I was like, Hey, you know, are you looking to do this? I've done flips before. I've done short term rentals. I've done you know long term rentals. I've done multifamilies. I've done a number of things. So definitely having that experience and speaking that language mm. uh, did, did, does go far. It still goes a, a far away today. What, uh, how fast did it happen for you? Like when you, like, it was great that you had the passive income, right? To, to pay your overhead, your personal overhead. How, how long did it take to, you know, go out and get deals and where did you, where did you end up in, in volume and business your first year? Um, so my first uh, full year in real estate, it took me about two to three months to really start, uh, you know, ginning up like closings and stuff like that, obviously because of the lag time. But I ended up finishing my first full year with uh, 43 closings and roughly just over 15 uh, million in, in volume, which, you know, the price is a little lower here, but yeah, 40, 43 closings for my first right. year. Yeah. Those are tremendous numbers. So hats, hats off to you. Like that's, uh, those are numbers that just to put it in perspective and for people listening in case they don't know, or, or new agents, like that's, that's like top 10% of agents, maybe even higher than that. Uh, of all agents, right? Experienced people. And so to do that in your first year is amazing. And you know, it just shows that with the right attention and focus, um, you know, you can start quickly in this business. Where has it uh, gone since then? What is your, what does your business look like since then? Um, so uh, uh, since then I actually hired uh, two admins, one's a TC and one's just a general admin. I'm looking to hire uh, an agent right now, a buyer's agent, to kind of take the buyers off my plate. But uh, this year, I'm on track to do roughly between uh, 65 and 75 deals. Um, and uh, next year, I want to do at least 120, uh, especially when, once I get my time back from working with the, the actual buyers. So uh, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm headed. Wow. Well, I, I love the way you've built it out. A lot of people get to the level that you did in your first year and they either sit there or they, um, they go out and they get a buyer's agent, right? And the problem when you get a buyer's agent is you now have administrative work to do, but for two people, right? Yep. So, um, but they're afraid to do that because they don't want to take on the overhead. So you went out, you did it the right way. I think what I think is the right way. Uh, you know, 
put money, time and, and training into these people. And that, that got you from, you know, that increased your deals by 50% probably gave you some of your time back, which you poured into more deals, but now you're ready to go out and do the, the buyer's agent. So what, what was it like when you made your first hire and, and how did you know you were ready to do that? Um, I, I knew I was ready because I was just frankly getting overwhelmed, uh, with, with paperwork. So it was kind of like the red light, green light thing. Like you shouldn't uh, make a hire unless you absolutely mm. have to. Um, so I was overwhelmed with paperwork. I'm not even good at paperwork. So I just knew it was really time when I couldn't keep up and my, um, my customer service started slipping. So I really had to take a look mm. at getting a full time admin at that point. But, you know, only at that point, right? I didn't start off by getting an admin. Um, it was something, you know, I built up to. Um, I was working like 60, 70 hours a week. And then I was like, man, you know, whoa, I should be around 40 or 50 no matter what. So I need to hire that leverage. And then now I'm, I'm guessing you, you are kind of getting the same feeling about someone to help you work with buyers. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that's why you're adding the buyer's agent. Yep. Absolutely. Have you added that person yet or you're still looking for, okay. And how, how did that process go actually, you know, recruiting, hiring, picking them, uh, describe that. Okay. So, um, I, I essentially, I didn't interview a uh, hundred people. I did have, you know, a hundred, more than a hundred resumes and stuff like that. And then I have like my set of criteria, like experience and stuff like that. So I dwindled it down to about, you know, 10 solid candidates. And then uh, I had them do like a personality assessment and stuff like that. And really uh, dove into uh, the interviewing process. Um, so I, I kind of dwindled it down like that and then came up with, you know, who uh, I thought was a good fit based off of, you know, essentially taking it all the way from a hundred people and dwelling it down to one. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that will be exciting uh, for you. Are you still adding investment properties to your portfolio as, you know, as, has increasing your, your sales income allowed you to go out and do more, you know, more, more investments as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, uh, this past year, I acquired a, um, a, a cafe on Ohio State's campus because I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Um, and I actually leveraged one of the houses I bought seven years ago. I did a HELOC on that. It, it wasn't, you know, the full, the full HELOC, just a portion. Um, so I leveraged that for like a down payment and that's, that's doing awesome. It, it, it grosses around, you know, uh, 15k a week and, and nets about half of that so it's that's doing awesome i also just got a 12 unit under oh, contract wow. yeah yep so i'm, t I'm 12 where is it where is the uh where's the 12 unit the 12 unit is actually in uh ocean view uh in norfolk it's it's about okay. a block away from the beach where so uh also property yeah, a lot of a lot of agents that focus on residential sales, I think they kind of get stuck in that that uh, that genre, that type. How did you go out and you know gain the experience and confidence to start buying 
12 unit deals, commercial deals like that? Um, honestly, I read a lot of books and I also did a deal with a mentor. Um, so I gained that knowledge to kind of speak that language. I was used to buying, you know, single family homes. So I gained that knowledge and then, uh, I kind of, uh, suck out a, you know, a, a mentor after, after that. And he, you know, kind of walked me through the process, did a deal with him and I felt confident. So I started helping other people with multifamilies and then eventually started investing in multifamily myself. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level. If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology, training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone, 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. Well, that's, that's uh, tremendous to hear. You know, I always tell real estate agents, you know, you you come across so many opportunities, so many knowledgeable people, like take advantage of that, right? Like you, you see good deals before the, the public yep. gets to, um, you know, you get, you get like expert information all the time. So, so take advantage of that and not a lot do it's, so it's, it's, I always like it when I see people that are doing that, right. Cause then they're, they're going to get multiple streams of income and wealth creation, uh, what's your advice to the agents out there that are, you know, did it in reverse maybe, right? Like they, they got good at sales before they ever bought a home and, and, you know, maybe they own a personal home, but they don't have investment properties. Like how does, how does that agent kind of like break out of the, the mold of just trading time for money basically? Yeah, I would start with, uh, first of all, like reading books. Um, books is a good resource. And then I would go move on to like podcasts. You can do them at the same time. And then once you actually understand the lingo and understand the terms, um, seek, seek someone who's investing and maybe you partner up with them. Like you find a deal since that's like what you do. You're the real estate agent. You find a deal and then partner up with somebody who can really like take you through the process. Mm. So I think there's there's levels to it, uh, right? Because if you go out and seek a mentor and you don't know the lingo, then you're not going to know what he's talking about when he says, you know, cap rate and 1% rule. You won't know. There's no way. So I would seek knowledge and then seek a, seek a mentor uh, after that. And there's plenty of good books out there, uh, you know, for investing. I, I remember when I was first got started at real estate, I read your book. I read the MREA. There's all different type of uh, resources out there. Um, you just have to seek it out and and really, um, you know, go after it after that, after you seek the knowledge. Yeah, and a lot of it's free as well. And I think another untapped thing for real estate agents is our, our RIAs, real estate, you know, investment groups, uh, yep. meetups. There's a lot of those. There's usually every city has one and they're typically like these monthly meetings and you'll get all types of people there, agents, investors, wholesalers, private lenders. And 
um, you know, they, they usually provide education and networking with, with people doing it in your market. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with partner up with people. If you literally don't have the time, there's people out there doing, you know, real estate deals where you can just invest your money and they promise a certain rate of return. Um, there's, there's all different type of ways to, to really go about it. You don't have to, you don't necessarily have to be the expert. You can just be providing the money and then, you know, who, to the people who has the knowledge and, you know, and stuff like that. So there's plenty of ways to actually invest in real estate. Yeah. I, I love the partnership model because as an agent, there's chances, chances are you're going to be able to provide access to deals, which is valuable. So yeah, if you find a good one and can get control of it or, or have the right partner lined up already, you know, they can bring the experience you work out, the capital stack and all of that. And it's, I think as an agent, that's another great opportunity. So glad you, glad you mentioned that, uh, switching gears back to the agent, uh, kind of side of business and sales. What are you seeing in your marketplace? Uh, since the rise of interest rates are, are things cooling off there? Is inventory creeping up? Uh, you know, where do you think we're, we're headed, uh, in terms of number of deals available to agents and market prices? Yeah. So, um, in this market, um, you know, more listings are starting to come on the market. They're starting to stay on the market a little longer. We're still in a seller's market. So the people who think, you know, just because interest rates are up, it's still a seller's market. It might not be as, you know, hot as it was. Uh, one to two years ago, but that was just, that was unheard of one to two years ago. That was not the norm. So I think we're returning more so back to like a normal seller's market right now. Um, so, and, and it does have its effects, you know, buyers are a little reluctant. Um, so I think you, I'm, I'm almost certain we're heading to heading towards a skill base market. So, um, you know, mm. back one or two years ago, like pretty much not like anybody could be a real estate agent, but, uh, you know, pretty much. So I think, you know, yeah, you, you, you don't, you, you don't need a systems engineering degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So utilizing like dialogue <laughs> and scripts are going to be like important and really, uh, strategic, like planning and stuff like that. And, and doing, and actually knowing what you're talking about is going to, go a long ways in, in this market that we're, we're heading to. Uh, I don't think that there's going to be a crash, but uh, at the end of the day, who knows, right? That's why it's important to know that it's not necessarily about, you know, uh, one time frame, right? I believe in buying in any market. Um, as long as I got, you know, enough cash flow, I can protect myself and I'm, and I'm buying in the right areas. So that's kind of what I express to my client. Like nobody knows if it's going to be a crash. Nobody knows if another COVID-19 is going to happen. Nobody knows, but uh, to have those fundamentals while investing is important. And if you hang on to it long enough, uh, um, more, more times than not, it's going to go up over time. So. Yeah, I certainly agree. Um, I know that the agents who've spent the, time, resources, capital, building up passive income. Now, probably 
feel a lot differently than the ones that don't. And I do think, you know, you are going to have to get more skilled at finding buyers, counseling them. It's, it's not as easy as it was six months ago or a year ago, uh, on that front. So, uh, appreciate you being on here today and your, your story and, uh, just the example you gave about anybody in a, you know, normal kind of job can house hack build wealth and then use that experience uh, to transition into the sales side of the business. Before we sign off, I always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you are ready for a little bit of rapid fire Q and a, yeah, let's do it. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Um, stick to just one or two sources, lead sources, and really uh, go after that. Be the expert in those one or two lead sources. What's a mistake that you see experienced sales agents making? I'm not adapting to the times. I see a lot of experienced agents not getting mm. into social media. So you got to adapt with the times. Yeah, you have your normal models and stuff like that, the, the things that work, but you have to adapt to, you know, kind of like what's working and what's on the horizon. So really thinking uh, strategy wise. What's your biggest piece of real estate investment advice? I would say, um, you know, always make sure you have some some type of cash flow. I know there's markets like California where, you know, you really mm -hmm. invest in appreciation, uh, which is nice. But always, you know, buy uh, in places that you know that are like decent places and will, you know that will appreciate over time. And at the end of the day, you'll, you'll be fine if you, you know, if you have the fundamentals, right? Have three to six months worth of, uh, you know, uh, savings and stuff like that. So that that's that's the one advice, three to six months of, of, of savings for, for rainy days. All right, what's the biggest challenge you've had in real estate? Um, <clears throat> when COVID-19 hit, um, I lost all my bookings on short-term rentals. So um, mm. that three to six months, like really like, save me from like selling all my properties because if I didn't have that, um, I, I, I would have been hurting because lost all the bookings for about a month or two till things like leveled out and then people start traveling again. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it right now. Uh, that that's one, uh, one of my tough times, but I was ready for it cause I planned for it. All right. Last question. Would you rather, buy a home for yourself or sell one to a client? Ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> if it's a single family home, I'd rather sell it to, to mm. my client. If we talk a multifamily, <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually one more question. Uh, so second, uh, last question. Uh, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Um, I see myself still investing in real estate and owning uh, real estate uh, teams in different locations. Um, it, this is truly my passion, and uh, it really gets me up in the morning to help you know people buy or sell, and also to uh, grow uh, my employees. So um, there's there's no uh, cap to I guess um, where I'm headed. I'm, I'm really trying to. Uh, 
grow people. Um, so in order to grow, you can't have a cat, and I will have to expand uh, eventually. So that's that's where I'm headed. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch that journey. Thanks again for being on the show. Before we sign off, if people want to connect with you on social, get in touch with you about buying or selling a home or any of that good stuff, what are the best ways for them to do that? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Joffrey the Realtor underscore. So that's G E O F F R E Y, Whiteside, W H I T E S I D E, the Realtor underscore all right well thanks for being on the show today jeffrey to all of our listeners and viewers thank you for tuning in please share this episode with other people that you know would benefit from hearing jeffrey's story and we will see you next time real estate agents i have built out a group in all 50 states in many different countries as well and i'm looking for people that want to partner with me and get the benefit of not one, but two nationally recognized coaching programs to help grow your business. If you are ready to join me at EXP or wanna learn more information about it, I would be honored if you would send me a text message at 703-638-4393. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.